Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Hey, what's happening with y'all? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Chris Lampert. What's up, FF? What is it? FFFL. Freeloaders for life, right? Fucking freeloaders for life. FFLFL. I guess you're making freeloaders two words, FL, but it could just be F. What's up with y'all, Randolph? How y'all feeling? Back in the house. Freeloaders. We're looking at there, Chris. We're looking at uh, an actress on Instagram. Oh, Chris has a woman in a bikini on his Instagram. Uh, I think it's Casey Hughes. Who's Casey Hughes? She was an actress. Another one of your wife, Charles. Let me see. She's uh, <laughs> She was an actress or she, she is? She still is. Is that, that like, like a child, a, man? No, she doesn't. You stop that. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. How old Come is she? On, How old man. is this woman? Probably like 26 or 13. 27. Okay, was that a throwback Thursday picture or? 1,000 likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do this to me. She's like a kid, man. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she looks like a kid. I'm going to look her age up. Well, I've got to look. What is she Does she look like a kid? The first thing I saw her in was me and Earl and the dying girl. No, I don't. Th- I was wouldn't she, she the girl like that was kid. in there? No. No, no she, was just, she was just one of the She friends. was like 1,000 likes. Yeah. She was like the hot girl that the lead guy was kind of into, but the dying girl is the one that he has the real connection with. She looks really like a good, young, really good movie, actually. A young woman, but not a kid. To yeah, mind, a young adult. She looked like a child. We gotta see now. You gotta pull up her whole. I'm pulling up her, yeah. her whole feed. We'll we gotta shit. see all her pictures. <laughs> Maybe that was just a lighting situation. She looks young. She's born in 1995. Oh, she's 24. 24. So yeah, that's about right. Yeah. She looked like she's in her early 20s. Yeah, don't do that to me. Oh, she looks like half a baby. My, half my age. She looks like a zygote. <laughs> that's a baby. <laughs> Can't mess with nah, the baby. She, she's good. Does she do a lot of thirst trap pictures? Uh, I don't think that was a thirst trap picture. She doesn't yeah, somebody do just caught her at the caught her she at posted the. Uh, it. She, she posed, she was doing. but she knew what she was somebody doing. Somebody caught her at the. Uh, she's in Hawaii. Let me look at her. Again. I don't no, think they caught her. I don't think that's a thirst trap. Is her that's hanging out on a car in a jeep? Oh, let's see how many likes this one has. Five hundred ninety-two. And then the bikini picture is double that. Yeah. Yeah. This is her. Hanging out with one of her friends. Weekend fueled by churros. Yeah, she didn't eat those likes. churros. She that's got, churros. That got, got 1,331 <laughs> likes. Goddamn churros. Churros probably got the, got half those likes. I love churros. Me, I was eating churros. Yeah, like she's she seems... White starlet? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would call her starlet. She's just a... She's just a white. Starlet you know. in training? 
What's yeah, that book firing. She's What is that? She's got showing books that she's what reading. Was the, what was the book? Oh, it was like eight Ra- likes. Raise High the Roof Beam, Carpenters, and Seymour, and introduct J.D. Salinger. It's like eight likes. 459. <laughs> oh. F. Scott Fitzgerald, Tender is the Night. God. Uh, After Dark, Haruki Murakami. She's really trying to prove how smart she, she reads. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I read. Where the crawdads <laughs> sing. Trying to prove how smart yeah, she's she is. smart. It's not just churros, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not just churros, guys. I'm now, that's a picture of her in the bikini. Is there like a book on the. There is a book on, which the, one? on the thing which right one? behind her. There's the a la- book the behind her to the right. Look at it. Oh, See there right is there? that book. I it just took a break from books. reading a, paper, a tattered paperback. <laughs> <laughs> I read so much, it's tattered. A big, thick Ted's War and Peace. It's tattered. <laughs> it's just yeah. War and Peace. Hold on, where's my highlighter? I like the highlight passages. Speaking of books, I just picked up uh, Stony Goes the Road by the the book that that, that, that PBS thing I read, Reconstruction, is based on. Okay. That that Lambert, yeah. You watched it? You're the one who told me. I didn't me. watch you it. And, from you now didn't watch on? it? From now on, when you you and Rod talking about it, and you didn't watch it, you sell it. When you post video, (laughs) when you post video of yourself like deadlifting and stuff, just have like a book. Have a book. Have a book on the corner. Propped up in the corner, like between sets. I like to read. Yeah, Yeah. this is just. uh, I just brought a book to the gym. Oh, that that book. It's fine. And then just have like random. Every time you post one, it's a different book, kind of off in the side. Look at book. Watch my next picture. <laughs> watch, a, watch my next picture. I was I was working working on this bit about like a hot actress. It's like you have to look. It's like she's hot, but you had to look up to make sure it's okay for her to be, for you to call her that. Yeah. Like she's like she's twenty two, so it's fine. I went to. Uh, speaking of books, I was taking. We were going to the train or something like that. I think I was. I'm dropping Amy off or whatever. I think we were just going to the train and we stopped at a stoplight right outside the train station in DC waiting there. And there was a brother sitting there, a homeless brother. He was reading a book. Yeah. Like a book book. Mm-hmm. I gave him 10 bucks. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> said, Amy, come here. <laughs> take this, take this book or He was oh, thank you, brother. I was like, yeah, you know, you're reading a book, man. I got I to give you some money. So like, homeless ahead. people Go follow ahead. Randolph. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, no, you have to read the book. You can't just be sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there looking at holding what, in your hand what was he reading I didn't see the book it could have been anything it oh. could have been uh, The Art of the Deal by Trump that's why he's <laughs> fucking outside homeless and then you, when you walk away like uh, he slides up actually inside the book was a Playboy magazine <laughs> I would come back and give him another 10 for that like, oh, that's good that's good that's a good sticky point. Playboy magazine yeah we got a couple emails this week alright we got I think two emails this week um Email slash comments, I should put it that way, because people do that. People just leave comments on Patreon now. Although, I don't know if we got comments on Patreon this week. Let's see. We have an email. Okay. I think we, so. ha- I look. we have an email from. Well, shout out to uh, Malcolm X's birthday. Yeah. Malcolm, what the day we're recording, right? We're recording mm. on Sunday. Abraham Max Kennedy said. Uh, so many people adore Malcolm, but how many are challenging themselves, keeping an open mind, evolving, changing, and changing, and changing, and changing again? How many is evolving as wise men and women, and how many of us are stubborn fools? Dude, because it's Sunday. Malcolm Come on. said, <laughs> Take a break, God. Because Malcolm said, fools try to ignore facts, but wise men must face facts to remain wise. That was in 1958. Fools refuse to change from their silly ways and beliefs. But the mental flexibility of the wise man permits him to keep an open mind and enables him to readjust himself whenever it becomes necessary for a change. Andy Klein was one of these people who said, uh, voting didn't matter, man. I didn't do it. It's what my thing, man. <laughs> I had other things that I did. Yeah. People should change. 
you should, you should uh, if you know better, you do better, as my mother would say. Right. <laughs> uh, look at yourself. Have some apply some critical thinking to yeah, yourself. Yeah, think about yourself a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Practice what you preach. You Practice keep telling you me preach. this, yeah. telling me that. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, Nicole Practice what you preach. Nicole sent us a picture, an email with a picture attached. I'll get to the picture in a second. Hey, guys, and possibly gals. Not today, Nicole. Sorry. Not today. I, I was at my in-law's house yesterday. I noticed they had a record player. Ugh. Records? They said they bought it back in 75. We need to tell them where that comes from at some point. Yeah. Records? I like records. At least like records. <laughs> we kind of imply people who are like music geeks say it that way. They really, it's like yeah, they're making we, love we to the O. You started making fun of me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was somebody else. It, it, it Andy predates. did. It, but, uh, no, it's before you. me, but yeah, I yeah. remember. It's it's on, They really draw out the O. They stretch out the hole in the O. Oh, they o. say records? Records. Yeah. I like records. Um, Do you? I mean, we're probably exaggerating it slightly at this point. This was years ago, but okay. So, so she says she was at her in-laws. They said they bought this record record player back in '75. I added the picture of it to the email so Randolph could see it. At the bottom of the photo, you will see my son's hand trying to turn the dials. LOL. I asked if they wanted to sell it to you, and they said no. LOL. Uh, so let's do the. Um, Let's do the picture first because there's another part of this email. So this is the picture. This is real old school right here. It's got oh, dials yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the levers. Silver. Yeah. The oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a tape deck. It's got a big receiver. These yeah, aren't little yeah. digital yeah, you buttons. Flip that, you flip that switch to turn it on. That's the power switch down there on the left. You flip that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that cuts it on. Yeah. Yeah, flip yeah, things yeah, up yeah. And down. See, the, the, it's got the voltage meter. Right. The little... Uh, yeah, the voltage meter, the... The left the and right needles dial. That jump. That's what like uh, with the speakers. That's old school. That's analog yeah. stuff yeah. right there. And then the actual turntable at oh, the that's top. That's beautiful. This is a three component system. Yeah, Everyone's com- systems have components. You had to have a yeah. It came with a case. Came with like a case that. Yeah. Yeah, this is a matching set right here. They bought these components all at the same time in 1975. Right. That's Still beautiful. works. High fidelity. Got to have speakers. You could. You could. You could change out speakers. It didn't come with speakers. No, you just the components. You could go get yeah. speakers. You could buy components with speakers too. Because I remember yeah, you we could, had one of those. But everybody would try to upgrade and get the better speakers. Yeah. Speakers uh, be as big as a fucking end table. It would be like that. Uh, what's his name in Boogie Nights, where he becomes a stereo salesman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's telling people about the hi-fi systems. Mm-hmm. I ordered um, Toro Imois' new album, and I ordered the CD directly mm-hmm. from the the record label. Yeah. And they sent me the actual record. Did they? Record? Yeah, so I, I don't have anything to play it on. But I didn't know what this, what this comes back. from. My, I was just thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I haven't been by Target to look at a look at a turntable. Yeah, I go to Target. I think they have them. Last, last time I actually was just like, sometimes I'll just go wander through the electronic section of Target. And I did see like one or two record players. And I have seen places like men's stores mm-hmm. that are now selling albums. Yeah. Oh yeah, a few stores are doing that now. Yeah, yeah. I went into a record store in in Atlantic City the last time I was there. Uh, I I've always loved record stores. Mm-hmm. I don't have a record, but but I you know I buy CD, yeah, CDs and and stuff. There was a place in Chicago called Reckless Records, and every Sunday I would go there after church and and look at 
CDs and all that stuff. Because you could listen, you could get used copies, and you could listen to them before you bought them. Really cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Really cool shit. Uh, Nicole's email continues. Yes, I'm sorry, Nicole. Warning. I'm sorry. Warning, I wrote the rest of this email the weekend game came out, so the info is a little dated and contains spoilers. Spoiler alert. I forgot to send it. So it's been enough time. It's it's enough. Been they a, lifted the, the Russo brothers embargo. lifted the Don't uh, worry, it's enough time. embargo. Yeah. So, so this this read this part of the email reads spoiling movies. Hey guys in jars, I was lucky enough to see Endgame Thursday night before the movie aired. Good for you. Uh, before the movie aired, management came into the theater and asked everyone not to discuss the movie until they get into their car. They made an obvious point that there are people in the lobby people and parking lobby. lot yeah. who haven't seen the movie and don't spoil it accidentally by talking about the movie. A couple of days after the movie came out, a friend was asking questions about the movie and spoiled some scenes. She had a question because she has only seen Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame with her son. I told her to watch Age of Ultron, and her question would have been answered. Last thing. Popeyes. I am upset with them right now. <laughs> they are getting rid of the shrimp po' boys. I was upset to find this out. That's my favorite thing there. I didn't know that. I, I never mm. had that. Is really shrimp good? I don't eat shrimp. I, I don't eat seafood. It it's, so. well, it's, it's fried shrimp. Yeah. You know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong. Yeah. I don't really fuck with sandwiches from Po' Boy, from uh, Popeye's. Neither do yeah, I. I never yeah, had you one. Make your I've own eaten the wrap thing, the chicken wrap, but yeah. it's too much. It's like chicken and red beans and rice. And oh, my wrap. God. <laughs> it's too much. That's I was intense. at the food court at a mall, and I saw that Popeye's there had like some kind of deep fried Oreo bites. Like, oh, my God. The state fair? What the fuck are you state doing, Popeye's? <laughs> <laughs> state fair shit. You're only supposed to eat that right before you get on the tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. Jeez You're supposed Louise. to be walking around a mall eating that. There's that a, is intense, There's a carnival man. at the Leesburg Outlet Mall right now. Is there? Yeah. Um, we, we, were, we went by the yesterday. Only half the rides were on. I don't know if it's it was just because it was early in the day or what. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Popeye's, I don't think I've had any of their sh- sandwiches other than the barbecue chicken one that we've talked about, which you make yourself. Do you have to take it home? Can you? Well, you t- talked about it last yeah. week. You just, you just get a couple thighs, get two biscuits. If you order individual pieces, they come with biscuits each, usually. Mm-hmm. Ask them for some barbecue sauce or you have someone at home. So at home, you come home, pull, pull the meat off, off, shred it up a little bit. Yeah, I've done it. It's good. <laughs> cut open the biscuits, make it's two uh, buns, and that's it. Yeah. And don't turn back. Don't look back. Yeah, the spoiling movies thing, I think people do sometimes accidentally because they'll just, that's what Eddie Lyle said, I think, said on Facebook. He was, yeah. People were just talking about the movie, and he was walking into the theater, and he heard a spoiler. Especially one like that. I mean, it's just you have to be so careful. Like, yeah. I didn't want I, – I was really amped to go see it on, a thir- on Thursday. Yeah. And I didn't have to – like, people – who was I telling? Was I telling you? I think I was telling you the other night that I didn't want to spoil it. Like, my people at work were just like, please tell me. <laughs> and I posted that picture of uh, Damian Lillard after he hit that shot. Yeah. Like, and I made a little meme saying my coworkers asking me about the end game finale. It's like no, because one girl, one girl at work was like, "Oh my god, please, please, please tell me." I was she like, "She wanted no. you to spoil it." Yeah, I was like, "No." And then she came to me Monday. I was like, "She said I saw it. I loved it." I said, "Aren't you glad that I didn't spoil it for you?" She was like, "Yeah." Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, you know, like. It's people waiting years for this. You got to be yeah. respectful. Same thing with Game of Thrones. Well, yeah. Everybody's watching Game of Thrones in live time. So yeah, let me tell you something. Not everybody. But well, you never watch. No, I'm not talking about the fact that I don't watch. But there's some people that well, are people fans the West, of the show. The West Coast, and I would tell you stay off Twitter. Yeah, if you're you on have West to. Coast, just stay off Twitter. 
<laughs> Twitter will help you sometimes. We were about to go watch. We were going to try to find a sports bar to watch the fight last night after the late show. <laughs> oh my god! I taped it. We were yeah. like, because we were like, okay, we're gonna the show's gonna end like eleven fifteen. Yeah. We can get in the car. Usually these pay per views don't even start till midnight. The- and we'll get to the bar. There's a bar in Pentagon City. Champs that was showing it. We were hop in the car and go. And while Paul Verzi was doing his last bit, I was standing in the back. I just opened up Twitter. That's Fonte what, tweets, Jesus. And he, that's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> and it's CBS Sports with like the knockout. So Verzi finishes. I was going to like tell him as he walked past me, but I, yeah. it, there's no real time. Yeah. And uh, he goes out. I came back. Hey, thanks. Good night. I came back to my phone, double checked it. That's when I texted you. I was yeah. like, because we were, they were going to do a quick meet and greet. Like, let's just get out. We're going to get in the car. Right. We're going to go. We'll get there. We'll get a seat right when the fight starts. Yeah. And this fight was an East Coast fight, I think. So it started mm-hmm. a little They were earlier. in Brooklyn, yeah. And it was at over immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that same tweet. I, I was taping it. I left the yeah. house. I you paid it. for the fight? No, I just, because it was on uh, Showtime. Oh, it was just on, show- it was on oh. Showtime. So I just turned it on Showtime. I set the tape and I left. And then I'm standing off stage. And I was sitting down. Yeah. And I just happened to open up Twitter. Yeah. Same thing. Fonte's tweet. Jesus. I was like, <laughs> well, I guess I'm watching now. The whole fight. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm going to watch this. I wasn't yeah. going. I was going until I got home. I said, because the way he threw. Jesus. I was yeah. like, something happened. So the undercard wasn't that big then. Well, the undercard had a hometown guy, Gary Russell Jr. He's from D.C. Mm-hmm. He, he did a title defense. He very rarely does them for whatever reason. He did a title defense. And all the boys in his family are named Gary Russell. Hmm. Huh. Like George Foreman? Yeah, they all have a different middle name. Okay. Except for Junior. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, he hit the, he knocked that motherfucker. I don't even think very highly of, of Deontay Wilder, but boy, he knocked that motherfucker. Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't know much about it. I just know brutal. he was. Uh, well, he was talking in the previous week about how he wanted to basically kill the guy. Yeah. And then the WBC wanted to. This is not what this is. Censor him. This is hit people in the head as hard as you can, but don't talk about killing them, please. But you know, Deontay was talking on that shit. But then after the fight, he was like, uh, "Oh, he's you know, Brazil's a good guy." Selling the fight, and then which I'm like, it's bullshit. Now you juxtapose that with a guy like Terence Crawford. When he says he don't like somebody, he don't like them. Right. <laughs> he, do, mm-hmm. he does not like them. He tries to hurt them, and then he don't. He don't talk to them at all anymore. After he doesn't, I don't care about you. I don't yeah. like you. <laughs> you know. But other than that, for a guy like him, it's just oh, I'm just yeah. selling the fight. You know. But checking Twitter saved us a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting in the car and suddenly we're in Arlington. Like what? Yeah. It's, it's been over for an hour? Okay. We were joking in the green room, like, what if there was a body bag on stage after the show? He <laughs> <laughs> actually killed the guy. Oh, my God. Uh, him with that straight right. Our other email, yeah, he put his whole body in that punch. Yeah, it was that a good was, shot. Oh. Yeah. The guy can punch. I give him that. Yeah. He hits with perfect relaxation. He drives right off the ball of his foot. He's just a psycho. No, he can punch. He's fine. He no, can punch. Yeah. He's just not that. I don't think technically he's that good of a fighter. Oh, okay. But he can punch. He came to boxing late. How old is he? Thirties, I guess. Uh, he was an Olympian. He was a basketball player that he switched to boxing. The other guy was a football player who switched to boxing. Okay. They were both Olympians, but yeah, the other guy that chin couldn't. Uh, he's probably had a few concussions already. Mm. Yeah. The other email we have is a short one. It's just. Uh, it's from Gang Gang Greg. There you go. <laughs> That's how he signs it. Somebody's knocking at the door. The email is top three list. Hell yeah. And he gives us his sock puppet top three. 
Uh, I think it might be some upsets here. Because mm-hmm. we always talk about Haywood as SP1, but he might be resting on his, his past credits. Well, that's possible. Yeah. Gang Gang Greg, number one, Petey. Okay. Freestyle locked up the top spot. Okay, we I can do, see. That. We have to do more of that. More, more freestyles with. I can see that. I freestyled yeah. once. What about who's his number two? Did you? We should maybe. maybe did you maybe, yeah. It was forgettable. A little bit. But not to the infrared crypto shit, okay, though. Okay, we'll pull up. We're going to do that. Do that one day. Today. All right, so number one is Petey. Number two, Pop Pop. The funny, true to life storytelling. We need to get Elton back on. Yeah. What's Last he doing time now? I th- He's just, we don't see him that much, so we Whenever don't think Whenever you talk to him, he's like, yeah, I'll be out. Is he happy? Is that what, you don't happy see him Elton? when he's happy? I don't no, know. He, I think he's a little, here's the thing with Elton. He had this, <laughs> he had this girl. And he had to take a He had this girl. <laughs> he had this girl, and he was like, she's moving away. And right. And he like, oh, it's fine. She moved back down further she south. Moved, yeah, like North Carolina. Not too far, but far enough to yeah. be long distance. And he was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's just going to break us up. And he was like nonchalant. And then shortly after she moved, he posts a picture on Instagram of him, like his, like he's feet up watching TV or something like mm-hmm. that. He tags her about how he misses her. Oh no! I'm like that could have been a text. Yeah. Like that didn't have to be a public Instagram post. So he's sad, Elton. Now, so sad Elton. it turns out he's a little bit more bonded with that girl than maybe he thought. Even after she ate funions in his car. Ate funions in his yeah, car. Put feet up on his dad. Pork rinds. Pork. She oh pork yeah, rinds pork rinds. I saw a Tesla SUV driving. Uh-huh. Yeah. And as I pull up next to it, the girl has her foot up on the dash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm putting your foot up on my $100,000 yeah. dash in my car. I didn't even know they made SUV tests. <laughs> the Model yeah, X. I didn't know either until it's I saw it. It's I was got like, the that thing's got to be $100,000. Oh, they're over hundred. Yeah. yeah. She's, She's got, got her feet up on my dash. Of course. <laughs> um, number three on Gang Gang Greg's. This is, he only did a top three. Number three is Mike B. And he says the laugh parentheses the laugh. That's what gets uh, Mike B's rising up the charts. You guys, <laughs> yeah, Abasi, I think is a fan, a big fan of Mike B. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's great. So Mike B is moving up the charts. Uh, notable omissions, obviously uh, Haywood, since he's SP one. Yeah, he was SP one. But we haven't had him on much. Has he heard his song? Yeah, yes. he's heard his song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dominic, who hasn't been on much lately, is I think a favorite, but. Since he hasn't been on, people forget. I think it's kind of what have you done for me lately? With, sure. With, uh, Elton hasn't been on much lately, but people do tune in for Elton's uh, stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got great stories. He doesn't know they're funny. That's why they're funny. I <laughs> know. He doesn't know, and he's so <laughs> no. therefore he doesn't know how he to translate no it on concept stage. Of, he's like, <laughs> that's like, like I told him. Dead he's so oblivious. He's deadpan. He's so <laughs> oblivious. If, I could see our, if they could see our faces when he was telling us his yeah. story, it would make it that much better. That time when I called in, <laughs> yeah, and and. Uh, he didn't. He he doesn't know how good he, his no. joke stories are. He yeah. doesn't. I've told him that. We've we've all told him that. It's, he's completely bland. He's not a Elton, <laughs> and he, he can't figure it out. His it's stories to him, are insane. To him, this is normal. That was <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's like, so why <laughs> would I? Oh, yeah, I texted the wrong girl accidentally. She came over and we hooked up. Like anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean anyway? <laughs> Tell the story. <laughs> I had a house. I lost it. Yeah. yeah. What? He, this girl shows up. She she's at the gate of your apartment complex. You go out, and then you realize the wrong girl is at your house because you texted the wrong number. And then you're like, okay, well, let's go. Uh, let's go to the mall. <laughs> like, but that's just everyday life. So that's what makes Elton's stories funny is because we are playing. He's his own straight man. Yeah. Yeah. That you know? is true. We are incredulous yeah. every time he tells a story. Yeah. How does he? Like, how do you not know this is not funny? How is he on stage? 
He needs to get more reps. He yeah. doesn't do comedy yeah. when he's happy out and we don't see him. I told him, I was like, as you go to the gym, you lift weights, you can't go a month later and expect to be stronger. Mm-hmm. You have to go back like two days later. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of what it is with him. If he was putting in the time, maybe he it would kind of, he would unravel how to yeah. tell these stories because there are some stories where I'm like, that's a, man, if I had that story, that would be a yeah. closer. It's know? because he's a six figure guy. And he's just—I like don't think he's a six-figure guy, but he's doing—he's fine. He's—he's he's fine. Single guy. His kids are adults. Yeah, he doesn't have. He's—he's—he's he's, he's enjoying his life. He's I still mean. listening to rap. Young people, rap, <laughs> young guy, rap. Still listen to young guy. Young guy still rap. I admire that. Rap. And he had a motorcycle I, until recently. I kind of admire that, but at the same time, like he's happy. Yeah, that good for him. But <laughs> yeah. I think when you just see it in other people, where he's just like that joke. Oh my God! <laughs> I know that could be something. That story is gold. Yeah, I'm such no, a square. My life is no boring. Idea. Yeah, and you have no idea. Like, how did you get that? That happened. So, no um, idea. Dominic is not on. Mom didn't gang, even make gang the top Greg's three. Top three. Wow, he didn't. And yeah, I wonder if I wonder if he would do maybe Greg send us some honorable mentions. See who uh, who 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 is just outside the top three. Who would crack it if they were on more often? I think Dominic. Once the, the Philippe just graduated. Once the baby situation, you know, settles and they get into a routine, I think. Was Philippe one? Yeah, Philippe. What? But it was, it's been got, a while. He's got his doctorate, right? Yeah, he just got his doctorate. Yeah. He literally posted those pictures, Doctor Philippe Schaefer. Yeah. So. Yeah, he got his doctorate. Well, in order to be a physical therapist, you got to be a doctor. You have to get a doctorate now. Mm-hmm. You used yeah. to. You could just go to a physical therapist thing. But you have yeah. to get a doctorate now. Who else? So he's Doctor Schaefer. Well, we, we've had a lot over the years. I mean, Frankie hasn't been on much. I feel like when she's on a lot, she's she, she moves kills. up the charts too. Yeah. You know, she'll get to easily into Frankie tales. It's out of sight, out of mind. She's, That's what it is. She yeah. knows how to make her stories funny, though. Right. Yeah. She knows exactly. Yeah. Why this is a funny story. Those are our emails. That's all we got this week. So email us at, well, comment on Patreon or email us at three guys on at Gmail. If you tweet at us, I'm actually gonna check. I don't think we got much. It's a weird time of year where people go on vacation and we don't get a lot of uh, yeah, that's fine interaction sometimes. But if you want to tweet at us, we will see the tweets. We won't always read the tweets. We you did get hear, a tweet. You from, probably hear these ladies chit chatting. They're going to the pool. Yeah, Charlie's pool's daughter. open today. <laughs> uh, we got a tweet from actually we got, you a tweet got from, Randall. If you're letting them go to the pool while they while, while they should be in the kitchen, <laughs> I, <know>. I mean, <laughs> what's going on here? Dominique uh, Kirby Jones said uh, the article about Wendy's, which we were talking about with Petey last week because he had Wendy's okay. stock. And he was yes. Yeah. He said the article actually profiles a man that owns 12% stock in the company. The article refers to Wendy's owner. He's a stockholder. Wendy's is a publicly traded company. He happily makes donations to the part of his choice. Always read the article. So no guilt. Wendy's as a company is not supporting Trump. It's okay. This is one guy just who has an article who has a yeah. lot of stock. But... Um, and then uh, yeah so that's all we got for tweets actually this week I know we were talking well, about well Keith oh. said T-minus two days till PD Steele finds out if those moron coal miners even get service to email their complaints <laughs> so that's based on something on Patreon Wyatt Sinek was on a um, podcast and he talked I need to go check out his second season of his show um, he was on a podcast talking about how like folks in West Virginia are voting for uh, they vote conservatively mm-hmm. and the people that they the guy that they vote for is from the area 
but he has the biggest house, the house on the hill and all that yeah. stuff. And none of these guys are getting resources. Right. And this guy's just staying rich. And everybody else is like very, very, very poor. Yeah. And uh, just showing like the disparity. That, but he's one of us. Yeah. Or I know his cousin. Right. You know, I know people with the same last name as him. And it's just like you still can't get them. I mean, this could have been a conversation we could have had the last episode, but it just still have it. It just felt. It was just like they don't. They don't get it. It's the same thing. It's 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 going on Fox News. What are you going on Fox News for? You're not going to convince. We're going to convince the this somehow. We're going to convince this. No, you're not. Yeah. You can't convince them. So why are you? Why are you? What you're really telling me is you want to try and convince white people to vote for you. That's all you're telling me. (laughs) That's literally all you're saying. And you can't. Mm-hmm. Also, I always bristle at the when people say they don't get it, well, or when people say more when people say these people are voting against their own interests. No, no, mm-hmm. we don't get to define their interests. Yeah, and that's mm. a, that's that's to me that's where liberal arrogance comes mm. in. You, you're telling people you're too dumb to know what to vote for. You're voting against your own interests. They're voting, yeah, they're voting for less economic empowerment for themselves. So it seems like financially they're voting for against their interests. But they're voting for psychic, psychic security. They're voting for God, and they're voting for psychic, pro-life, and they have they're, they're voting. And they the might be voting for racism, elevation of whiteness. They're voting it's for psychic, the wall. Voting for psychic security. So they that is just because we think oh your Here's economic interests aren't so. being met, your economic so you're voting against your interests. Their economic interests might not even be top five on their list. Mm-hmm. Self-interest is self-defined. They're telling you what their interests are with their votes. So when people say like. I can't believe these idiots are voting against their self-interests. No, let's look at how they're voting. This is who they mm-hmm. are. They're voting for a wall and no immigrants and no abortion and all that shit. So that's all psychic Economic interest. empowerment is not as high on their list, period. But how they feel inside helps. Yeah. Well, also I they... Feel- I feel this. I feel this about abortion. I feel this about yeah. Yeah, I feel this about those people. I feel this about what they tell black people that all the time is like, you guys vote against your good. You no, we don't. No, th- you're on the plantation. No, we're not. You're miscalculating their interests. Right. They're telling you what their interests are with right. their votes. You we know? black people are are the most pragmatic voters in the whole voting block. I've said that all the time. We vote. We vote for racists. We vote for whoever's in the most not racist. That's who I'm fucking with. Right. <laughs> That's who I'm fucking with. You know, and I, know, I just these people. I, I, Tanahasi, my good friend Ta, said yeah. that, and I agree that when people say uh, these people didn't know that Trump was like this, yes, they did. I don't discount their intelligence. The, you are discounting their intelligence. It's, right. it's like I don't discount their intelligence. No, they they it's knew like perfectly Dave, who he was. Like Dave Chappelle said, he's not fighting for you. Yeah, he's fighting, he's fighting for, for me. me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they know they know who he is, but what Dave Chappelle the leap he didn't make, it's a great joke, mm-hmm. but the leap he's not making, but the joke if you'd make that leap then the joke doesn't lend itself to that. Is mm-hmm. that they're not they're not voting for this it's economic they're not voting for that. They don't care about that. That's not what they're voting for, as Andy was saying. They're not. They don't care as much. Why anyway. to their intelligence? You know, they're not stupid. I don't believe they are. They know. They know what he is. They know who he is. They're voting for another thing, and it ain't economic empowerment. The preservation of whiteness. Half white. Half white. But they're voting for another thing. So I don't. I don't discount their intelligence. No, they're quite intelligent. Yeah. But people like to discount their intelligence because if you vote for, yeah, how that, could you? You must be stupid. You know, like um, Howard Stern was on The View the other day. He's hawking this new book and blah, blah, blah. 
and Sonny Hostin went on him. She was like, yeah, you was on, uh, on air saying nigga, basically is what she said. And he was like, uh, I never said that. She was like, yeah, you did. In another interview, you had somebody on, and they were, you guys were just throwing it around. She was like, no, it was a clam. I've never said any statement like that. And then the internet, being undefeated, right. was immediately like, yeah, here you go. Oh, <laughs> here, shit. Here's you. Of course he said nigga. Of course he did. what did he say? Nothing. He doesn't have to. Now, the reason why he so quickly said that I didn't say that is because that is the only hallmark of the racist now at this point. I Nothing else is you had to have said nigga. If you don't say nigga, then you're not racist. Right. You know, but if you had to have said nigga in order to be. That's weird because a lot of his, like his, this book and everything he's saying lately is kind of disavowing who he used to be. Right. He's gone to therapy. He's really, he was an egomaniac and this and that. And he's mm-hmm. kind of saying I can't even read my first two books. I can't. I can't relate to that guy anymore. It would be a. That's the end right there. Is to say, well, yeah, I was a. I was not a likable person back right, then. Right. And uh, you're right. I was. That's no what person. this book is. Not that's what I'm anymore. about now. Is like, oh, right. I had to grow. I grew. Yeah. Everyone. He could do that, but he's still so wrapped up in, which shows me that the growth is not. Let's not say it's not authentic. Let's just say it's not. All the way there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's authentic, but he's a guy who's, he's been open about his issues over the years. Right. But that's a touch, but that like saying the N-word, it's like, that's such a loaded thing. You're like, I don't even want to. Oh, I never, I never did that. I, oh. Yeah. I well, there's, there's tapes of you. <laughs> you know that, right? You've led a very public life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't believe you, you know. And then here comes Megan McCain. Well, you know, my father is John McCain and... <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> yeah. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why would you? Well, Did you see the video of the guy drop kicking Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Yeah. I saw two angles. And he didn't even notice it. Yeah, he barely he noticed it. He didn't go anywhere. Yeah, he was I'm just like, like well, oh, I hope somebody, I hope they fuck that dude. Why did they want to drop kick him? I don't crazy know. Guy. He's just crazy. Is in Africa? Yeah, South, South Africa. Africa. South Africa. 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 Guy, as, they, as they drug him away, he said, help me, I need a Lamborghini. Well, that's not the way to get one. <laughs> not at all. What do you think a Lamborghini is? Handcuffs? Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger says there's nothing to worry about after a man drop kicked him in the back. He's like seven. Arnold Classic in Johannesburg, Joburg. Video of the incident shows the former governor of California meeting with fans. Well, you don't have to say the former governor of California. That's an unnecessary statement. Yeah. <laughs> Meeting with fans while an event going on in the background. As he starts taking a picture with someone, a man is seen sprinting towards the former battle building and then jumping and kicking on the source thing in the back. Security quickly held him down as he was escorted out of the building while the drop cricket was getting dragged away. He can be heard screaming, be screaming, help me, I need a Lamborghini. <laughs> uh, there's two angles. Here's one angle where you can kind of see it from afar. Then there's one angle where it's like the. It's like right on Schwarzenegger's face. It's like somebody didn't even them. move him. Didn't really move him. That was like a slow motion. Everyone's like, "What? What happened? Huh?" Still pretty stout in the seventies. Yeah. Well, look at the other angle. You can see <laughs> yeah. it a little closer. Yeah, because I think he got back to training pretty good after he left office. Oh, hold on, this video's auto playing. I hate that shit. So this is the one that's a little bit closer. Yeah, I, that's the one I saw. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Here? Takes a minute. Thank you. He 
He's like just taking selfies with people and talking. And then you can see like how big, how massive he still is. Huge. Yeah. You know, he's still got uh, got some mass to him. Yeah. He's got the guns. Still fairly lean. What are they, jump roping? It's like well, it's an Arnold Sports Classic. It used to just be a bodybuilding event, but now it's like a four-day event with all kinds of stuff. It's all fitness-related. They're all over the place. They're just kind of hanging out. Here the comes U.S. one happens in um, Ohio. Talking to his fans, and here comes a guy. The guy fell down. Yeah. They said there was one lady that was rubbing Arnold's arms, like to just feel oh. him up, to get a chance to feel him up. <laughs> now you can hear the guy yelling for the Lamborghini, by the way. Well, he guy's a psycho. <laughs> he needs his ass kicked. Now look, what you're supposed to do. If you, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the room and you need a Lamborghini, you're supposed to bait him into punching you, and right. you sue him. Yeah, that's how that works. You can't, you can't hit him. Right, There's right. cameras around. Arnold Red Dawn sucked ass, baby. Right, that's a terrible movie. Yeah, you and all that, Arnold. Get out. Yeah, Mr. Lipia, my ass. Fucking hey guys, bullshit. nobody told him to get down, right, that, guys? Yeah, Am yeah, I right? right? I got right? it. Yeah, I'm at the Borgata Comedy Club, May 31st to June right, 1st, guys. baby. Someone posted that Arnold uh, reacted like in the Terminator when the guy hit him with the pool cue. <laughs> he barely flinched. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was that? Hope they beat that dude's ass. I need a Lamborghini. Like wrestling what a fucking idiot. I need a Lamborghini, everyone. That's the wrestling one when that dude, that dude tackled um, that wrestler. Remember that one? And yeah. the other wrestlers kicked the yeah, shit yeah. out of that guy. At the guy. Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, kicked the shit out of him. Ducked in the Hall of Fame. Tackled Bret Hart. Yeah, and the other wrestlers... As in the words of Mike B, they put the boots to him. Yeah, they put the boots to him. They all wear boots. Wrestle wear boots. Put the boots to him. Put the wrestling boots to him. Yeah, if you want a if you want a Lamborghini from Schwarzenegger, you either have to bear his child. Yeah. If you're like the maid or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. you have to maybe the librarian bait him into kicking your ass. Yeah. And then you sue you sue him, and that's it. You got your Lamborghini right there. And no one needs a Lamborghini. Are you looking at other white starless crews? Uh no, just a regular Instagram oh, chick. Wow. She's actually got a kid. <laughs> oh, okay. And it makes her even more endearing. You trying to get into a fatherhood? Chris? No, no. But you ever wonder, like, Is she like in a bikini and there's a kid next to her? <laughs> no, I just know she <laughs> holding a book. <laughs> just like a kid holding that's a thick like, book. Mom, right. stop. Please, I'm hungry. <laughs> holding a thick book. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you ever? Some, Did you know this girl? Or you just stopped. No, she's just unknown? hot. No, she's oh. just a hot girl from Twitter. But do you know, like, like when people on, uh, like, porn stars on Instagram, like they had one of them had a kid, and now she's like back to posing sexy. Oh yeah. Okay. And somebody was like, "Hey, didn't you just have a kid?" <laughs> and she's like, "So what? Yeah, and right." Well, yeah. Like, what's gotta, the moratorium on that? I gotta How, make this money. How long can, do you have to wait? Yeah. Is that where, when Dominic comes back on the podcast, we're going to be like, didn't you just have a kid? Like, what are you doing? Podcasting. <clears throat> what are you doing with your workout videos? I don't know, man. 
Have you seen Lamar Odom keeps popping up? Yeah, what is that? News? He used a fake. Well, first, the first one that I heard was that he he sexed down a bunch of women, which is not. He's an NBA player. That crazy, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's not that crazy. So, <laughs> this one apparently, when they were going to Athens, and when he was in the Olympics, they were going to Athens. He was smoking weed every day. Okay. And they drug test you. <laughs> yeah, you can't be in the Olympics with a yeah. smoke weed every day. Weed habit. Well, I mean, they also came in third in Athens. Remember that. He was supposed to be the first evolution of like that the, tall, the, the hybrid position yeah. player. Yeah. I mean, maybe Kevin Garnett. He got six men of the year one year. Don't forget that. Hello. Did he win a championship? He had a ring with somebody, right? Uh, Lakers. Lakers? Yeah, he won with the Lakers. That was the Gasol. That might have been the year he got six men of the year. Yeah, he was. He had issues to deal with. I mean, he had emotional issues from his childhood. Yeah, it was really he had a baby up. that died. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on with that. Dad dude. was on drugs. Yeah, married he, a Kardashian. Married a Kardashian. That's got to do a do a number on your psyche. All he had to do to join the team was pass a drug test, but he'd been smoking weed every day that summer. Well, in his memoir coming out this month, "Darkness to Light," Odom records how he did what any rational person in his predicament would do: ask Google for a solution. His search immediately found him a prosthetic penis. A giant rubber black cock, as he describes it. It's weird he's using the word cock. Most black men <laughs> it don't use the word It was a giant rubber black cock. Maybe that's the actual <laughs> product name. <laughs> black, black people don't really use the word cock. No, that's, that's a white word. Yeah. Cock is yeah, white. And around them Kardashians a lot. Dicks are black. Give me your black cock. I can hear <laughs> his wife saying that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're supposed to say it like that. Because <laughs> then you can say, you can also do that with dick, though. You can be, give me that dick. So, you can't say dick like that. No. Well, it you doesn't can't come say out co- right. Yeah. Cock does. So dick doesn't. That's all the way you can say dick. Give me the dick. You know, this is that's how if, if you were from Boston, you would say cack. Get that dick. You know, this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. it matched his complexion was ordered to arrive the next day. When the official tester arrived, the Odom test, administered test, the NBA champion was prepared, recruiting his drug-free trainer to urinate into the reservoir of the phallus, which was hidden in the balls. So this was designed to be, to be the drug test. He this handed me the rubber penis and left the bathroom as I strapped it on. <sighs> the NBA security official in the end of the bathroom watched him from two feet away. As I'm squeeze out his trainer's pee from the prosthetic. I unzipped my pants and carefully slid the fake penis through the zipper hole. To get the pen <laughs> to pee to come out of the tip, I had to squeeze the shaft repeatedly. You ain't got to milk yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm squeezing the shaft of a of a not my own <laughs> dick, but I'm not gay. Odom <laughs> was still test. afraid that his plan wouldn't work once he handed the cup of pee to the tester, but his fears were assuaged once the guy measured the temperature of the player's fake urine. The check I recently was excreted, I guess, and happily told him, welcome to Team USA. So the temperature, that's the thing. People think they can beat the test on the drug part, but they check to make sure it's temperature because then you can't like refrigerate your trainer's piss and get it out the next day. So that's where a lot of people get get uh, they screw Jesus, up on the drug man, test. The things people do. So they check the temperature, and the guy's like, first of all, I don't need that story where the guy's like, the temperature matches. So he's like, welcome to Team USA. He's like, you haven't even tested it yet. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. You can, The temperature is only the first part. Maybe they don't even test the shit. Maybe they just scare you. Yeah, well, they lost to Argentina in the semis, and they took home a bronze. Yeah. Was that the oh, was that 03 or something when they the lost? Athens team, yeah. yeah. I bet if he wasn't was smoking weed every day, they Tim Duncan, won. Marbury, LeBron James, Carmelo. Stay off the weed. I think that was the, that was the team that that made them say, "Okay, we gotta, we gonna have to practice and stuff." Yeah, like that. right. They really buckled down the next couple of seasons. Like Tyreek Evans just got kicked out of the league yeah. for weed, right? I don't know what it would. It can't just weed. be weed. It it's had to be something sort of drug. else. He failed a drug test of some sort. 
Yeah, I think he's he's had multiple issues. Two years, yeah. and yeah, he's had two years. He can like basically reapply. Otherwise, how old he's is done. he? He's not even thirty yet. I don't think. I don't know. He's been in the league a few years though. Didn't yeah. he have a DUI or a couple of those? Talented player, ago? like he solid player. What do you think of Zion going to the Pelicans? Uh he better. He, he can play there for three years, and you know, uh, go, to go somewhere Knicks. else. Go somewhere else. Shitty ass Knicks. How about the Wizards? Shitty ass Wizards. Uh, the Wizards. Yeah, the, you know, the Wizards had like a four percent chance of picking ninth or below, and they picked ninth. <laughs> <laughs> like it's classic Wizards. The the one time they got lucky, they got the number one pick. They picked John Wall. That was a good pick. But the other time they got the number one pick, it was Kwame Brown. He's. 29 years old. He'll be 30 in September. Tyreek Evans? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably got a collection of big black rubber dicks to beat drug tests. <laughs> I would guess. <laughs> I bet all these, guys that are, all these guys that are in the program probably have like an arsenal. Big black rubber cocks. Various shades of black cocks. Some of them have like probably little uh, material inside that'll keep it warm, keep it uh, the correct temperature. If you're the tester, you're not really looking that hard at Lamar Odom's dick, are you? Like, that'd be weird. You stand two feet away, but you're not like staring at it to make sure it's not rubber. Right. Although I'm sure there's some people who get really into it. Yeah. The testers. Probably. Hey, He's your cack looks weird. Former <laughs> rookie of the year. You've never seen a big black cock Tyreek before? Evans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Sacramento, right? Was it Sacramento? Yep. Yeah, I think it was Zion going. I mean, it helps the league. Because they bring eyes to a yeah. small market team. And then Anthony Don't Davis him. still Don't hurt him. I get traded. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He's just whining. They should have. Uh, now the Knicks will trade for Davis. Think they so? They have a bunch of first-round picks that they can get rid of. They'll get Davis. They'll pick up a free agent. And there'll be there'll be a lot of hope until they still suck. Yeah. 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 They're like the Wizards these And the days. Lakers are still going to suck, too, because they've got the same owner. And she don't have any idea what the fuck she's doing. Golden State again, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I know what the fuck she's doing. LeBron will be out of there shortly. Trying to get rid of LeBron. Well, you know, he's a problem, isn't he? Trying to get him out of the paint for like five years. <laughs> this guy's better. Yeah. That <laughs> guy's better. Is he? <laughs> Is he? Where are we at, brother? Uh, 46 minutes. Mm. Got to plug through, guys. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, we just want to make sure we don't uh, miss our Yeah, our I don't want to miss the window. No, we got, we're, we can do like, a, we can do like uh, another half hour or so. That's the thing. I yeah, we got time. Um, comedian Ahmed Ahmed got the cops called on him. Did you see I that? I saw show? that. Ahmed Ahmed, who I opened for once. I've opened for him, too. Yeah. I nice guy. Not. He's Egyptian. What did he do? He he's, said, he's Egyptian, but he grew up in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was like a baby and his family moved to the U.S. So he's basically, he's, he's American. Mm-hmm. He grew up in America, doesn't have an accent. Ahmed Ahmed was playing a club, a comedy club in Florida. In like Naples, Florida, which I don't know anything about that area, but I think it's just, there's a lot of old people down there. It's Florida. A Florida man called the police the day after taking in a stand-up comedian set oh my God. at the Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples. Heard of that place? But the joke is on him. Now the police have released the 911 call recording. It is really something. Comedian Ahmed Ahmed, who actually doesn't live in the States anymore. Comedian Ahmed Ahmed performed on Sunday night, and on Monday he got a visit from the cops. He shared the moment on Twitter. You can watch that below. But first, here's the full 911 audio Released by the Calgary County Sheriff's Office. Um, wait for Randall to get back to, to listen to that. So this guy, and I met I met posted the joke actually 
that prompted that. He actually posted a video of the joke itself, which is not, a, you know, it's not some <laughs> kind of inflammatory it's joke. Too. It's a joke. But this guy was so scared. I met Ahmed when I worked with him. He draws a lot of Middle Eastern people. Mm-hmm. So, Pack too, like pack show. Yeah, usually usually packs it out. Where'd you open for him? Improv? Arlington Draft House. Okay. And it's full of Middle Eastern people. So who, if you're like some fucking scared old white Florida man. Why would you go see him? Well, you might have just fallen into the club. Going like, to a let's club, see. But yeah. now you're surrounded by Middle Eastern people. So right. you're probably already uncomfortable. Yeah. And then he comes out and makes some joke. The joke was basically something like, uh, any Middle Eastern people in here? Blah, blah, blah. People clap. And he just jokes about, oh, we can we can make our own terrorist cell or whatever. I don't know. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. pull up the joke. But it's clearly a joke. But this guy, I think, probably was already uncomfortable, surrounded by brown, brown people. people. But then he he's watched the show. He didn't leave the show. A day later, he calls the cops. So how urgent was this matter? So this is the 911 recording, I think, after this commercial plays. A day later, he calls the cops, and they show up before his his show that night. He has like she a thought on that shit the whole night. Yeah, they had the, they had a seven o'clock show the next night. The cops show up before that show to talk to him. What? And and tell he, him what. There was a comedian. He's, um, his name is Ahmed Ahmed. As the people raised their names, they said, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Iraq. I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm from here. I'm from there. He said, that's great. He said, we could organize our own little terrorist organization. That is the 911. We could organize our own terrorist organization. After an act at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples. The comedian posted his interaction with deputies on Twitter. They were, it was a 911 call uh, about me that somebody was nervous for their lives based on some of my material. Yeah. And then you guys had to come down and check me out. Cops are laughing too. Cops are yeah, laughing. Right? This, <laughs> this is like really happening in my career, in my life. NBC2's Gabrielle Dawkins spoke with the comedian and the club owner, who are still finding it hard to believe it really happened. Ahmed, Ahmed, the comedian who performs classic shows uh, scared white people the sicking the cops. Yeah, I don't know if I have the right department. So I'm pretty sure you don't. <laughs> for one of his jokes. After all, I am pretty sure you don't have the right department. Club. We've never had someone call the police on anybody's set before, but this is new, <laughs> so this is interesting. Well, Lenny Bruce, you know, <laughs> he got arrested yeah. for yeah. saying yeah. Yeah. more than once. He was offended by yeah. a joke. I mean, a customer didn't complain. They didn't, you know, right. uh, heckle the comedian. Like there wasn't any kind of situation within the show. The comedian of twenty plus. Uh, they just showed the marquee and said, "Ahmed, Ahmed." Eric Myers, Tommy Davidson. Eric Myers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric is down there. I think he's He lives Florida. down there? I think he's in Florida right is now. Is he coming back to headline? I think he's headlining that club, yeah. Yeah, so. Interesting. Shout out to Eric Myers. Shout <laughs> out, baby. Let's hope no one calls the cops on you, man. I don't know. His, his jokes aren't inflammatory. He's got a special out on. Got a lot of terrorists in here. I'm a little embarrassed, and I'm also. Don't be embarrassed. Maybe afraid for my life? I don't know. <laughs> now, according to the 911 audio, the person waited until the next day to put in the complaint. I don't know if it's fear or racism or ignorance all or Islamophobia or whatever you want to call it. It's all it's the same. It's unfortunate that somebody was very adamant about making a point to 
make a 911 call. The comedian said that he did not joke about creating a terrorist group and has a recording to prove it. People say if you're going into a comedy club, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. It is a comedy club, so there will be... Here's an old white lady. Yeah. Hey, white woman. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> so you don't go there if you're not going to like something that's off color. Now, Ahmed is currently in Miami gearing up for another show in Nashville, Tennessee. In Collier County, Gabrielle Dawkins. All right. So if nope. you're in Nashville, don't go if you're afraid of brown people. Now, what do you guys think? Do you think like this is one of the things where it's making it harder for us to do comedy? Well, it, no. they didn't heckle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's no negative Yelp review that has emerged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're one star, a lot of brown, a lot of Pakistanis in here. Yeah. It just goes to show the climate, the type of person right. that's out there. They're out there, and they're walking around scared because of shit like Fox News. They're, they're terrified of the world around them. This guy was surrounded by Middle Eastern people who were, mm-hmm. guess what, vocal about being Middle Eastern and comfortable about it and celebratory about it. And this guy was... Because he's been conditioned to be terrified. He was terrified right. of it. Yeah. There's people from Iran and Pakistan. It's like we were talking about earlier, the groaning and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. like the performing. Yeah. You got the crowd is performing. Why are there so many of them in one space? I know. Yeah. That's the that thing that's what really got to that guy. It's like, oh, this is not the normal environment at this comedy club because I met I met draws brown people to yeah. his shows. Almost all. Like when mm-hmm. I did the that when I opened for him, it was like tons of Middle Eastern. Did people. they think you were one? I don't know if they thought I was one. Um, you are and you aren't. I am. Yeah. I mean, tech, technically. Technically. Yeah, technically. I am, but yeah, it's, it's not obvious to people. Indy, hello. So, <laughs> if I had a name like Ahmed Ahmed, then yeah. people would assume it probably. But um, also on that show was Martin Amini. He hosted, oh, okay. I featured. So we had two half Persians opening for Have Ahmed you guys Ahmed. watched Rami yet? I still haven't. It's, it's good. It's one of those. It's good. It's good. I've heard people talk about it. It's really it. good, actually. He takes on like issues. Like, yeah. What did issues. you guys hear about, speaking of Rami? Issues. Uh-huh. What did you guys hear about Gerard's new special? Records. He's I haven't watched it. The black, the black women in his I didn't watch family? it because he produces Rami's special. It's yeah, Rami's show. show. It's yeah, good. Show. Now, I haven't seen full, Gerard's. Full disclosure. You watched I'm it. not going to watch it. Okay. It's not but a comedy special at all. what I've read about it from... Serious people, they're like, yeah, it's not good at all. <laughs> like, uh, him talking to his family. Yeah, but he just like the the family is not really showcased much. It's really, it's like it's haphazardly done. He just kind of skips over things. You don't know anything about these people. Is it about his life then? Like, what's yeah? It's supposed to be about his life, and it's supposed to be about. And if you notice, you know how you know it's true. No one's talking about it. Yeah, it came and went. No it really seems like a week ago. No one's right? even talking about the fact that he talked about he talked about having sexual relations with men. Oh, no one's even talking about that. Yeah, he talked about it in the special. <laughs> and uh, right, and no one's talking about it. Hmm. I'm like, no one is watching this thing. No one is watching it. I'm gonna watch it now. I, I I'm gonna watch. You're selling me on it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like. But I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not I like gonna watch gay it. sex. Get my uh, Vaseline <laughs> and because they were like, it's not. It's not. Uh, is he? Because that is that why well done. he hangs out with Tyler, the creator. Maybe they're friends. I don't know. They are. I they did know. like this interview. I've together. always felt like he's he's fake intellectual. He's fake deep. He's surface level deep. That makes sense. He's fake deep. He's. I'm gonna even when he does on stage. I'm gonna talk about something that's really. And then you're like, you're not. No, you're not. I There's think also though there. he's probably. His depth is age appropriate. 
because mm. he was a young guy. That was kind of the book on him, the scouting report. Mm. He's young and he's already this good. Well, young people aren't going to be as mm. deep yeah. generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not even 30 yet, is he? he by now he might, might be. be. Yeah, he's got to be 30 by now. But, okay. you know, that's, so it's like it's – it's uh, it's almost like the fake truth teller comic, right? And then like the real truth teller is seen as like a, a abrasive asshole, like Patrice O'Neill. I mean, a real truth yeah. teller is like the three of us, <laughs> right? We're just saying it, bro. Yeah, right? We're, we're just saying a, it. Right. We're seen as abrasive assholes yeah. because I mean, y'all can't handle us. We're the real. Can't handle what this shit is. But it's kind of like where it's like it's intellectual for maybe people in that age group. It's deep for people in that age group. It's not deep for people yeah, who there's are nothing, there's nothing to older. It. You know? And I don't sell people in that age group short. I try not to. Like, you you should be able to keep up. I try not to. Yeah. Same thing I do with Trump voters. I'm like, I'm not going to let you off the hook by saying I know, you're dumb. I know Aisha Also a Harris. comedy club? And that's why you did this. Oh. I know uh, Aisha Harris did a piece you know, from the New York Times did a in front of the Mundane Festival podcast. She did a piece on him, but I didn't know about the gay stuff yeah he just he just kind of threw that in what did he say i'm gay he had no he just said i he had, had a gay couple sex. Of experiences oh um, he just experimented a little bit oh um, with men i'm like and no one's talking about that's it. why well nobody's talked about like, tyler the creator no one's watching it does tyler have that story too well his last album was uh was about like gay stuff that tells you that's how people don't like it doesn't it but doesn't remember doesn't it was matter. only like four or five years ago when it mattered for Frank Ocean also yeah. from that same clip right, better right. artist I guess or, or an artist that know. mattered more to people Frank Ocean I think Tyler's I way bigger I'm Tyler's a bigger artist yeah. but yeah. it might be just literally that five years like Frank Ocean comes out and it's like oh my god he's bisexual it's the headline and then mm-hmm. Tyler the creator a few years later people are like eh I've been there done that well then the music you know? wasn't like I think before him coming out the music was a lot stronger, like critically, it was stronger. And then after Channel Orange, it just he kind of faded away. Then he came back for a little bit, right? And then I, I don't know how if the music people really kept up with the music. Yeah, he might just. But that's the thing with 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 maybe 2019 or 2018 mm-hmm. is like if you have some gay experimentation, it's not even the headline anymore. It's like because Tyler was literally talking about like. He liked Timothy Chalamet and all this shit, and uh, the beats were dope. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like so. I got you past the gay. Yeah, I'm just like, did you say you wanted to fuck? Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. All right. This hey, beats these beats, great, are, though, these beats are straight. I think because I think he's like I think Tyler uh, as a ra- like he's got good delivery and stuff. You just think about oh, this guy's like a good rapper or whatever he makes yeah. good beats it kind of sound like it's a little derivative of what pharrell's doing mm-hmm. pharrell's done and stuff and then it's just sort of like all right good because his album came out this last week yeah a couple days ago mm-hmm. igor it's all right yeah <laughs> i saw i've never thought anything about him one way or the other so i like the yonkers here <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's well. That's the nine years ago or something. Yeah, was that yeah, the doorbell yeah, dryer? Oh, okay. I was like, what is that? <laughs> like, is this is it over, guys? Is it is the, the world? Timer went is off. It, are we done? <laughs> Not that it's the podcast is done, the but world. is the world yeah, done? The, world. the Earth countdown clock just hit <laughs> I was zero. Just like, oh shit! I just want to say, guys, um, love you. Yeah, but maybe yeah, I'll, maybe I'll watch Drought Special. Now I want to watch it. An it. Hour? It's, I don't an hour know. it's like Half two hour? parts, I think. It's okay. two parts. No one is talking about it. 
I don't yeah. see people tweeting about on, it for sure. on a uh, on a certain um, it's like Mother's Facebook Day. page that some of us at this table are part of. Wink, wink. It's a racist <laughs> Facebook page, if you ask me. They were talking about it. I don't think oh. I'm allowed. Okay, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't about. think I'm allowed. Are you? In You're that? on it, Chris. I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's for um, certain types of people. Certain type of comedian. Certain complexion. I don't know anything about this. It's shit. a safe space where no safe white people can come in and white explain shit to you. <laughs> Certain type of comedian. Actually, guys, I did watch the documentary, and here's my thread. Actually, <laughs> and no one's talking. Everybody's like, "Nah, not watching it." I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm like, about do black people just not fuck with him? Well, that's kind of like the well. Black comedians don't apparently. I like this show. Okay, that, I'm, now I'm looking on Twitter. Yeah, all the tweets are from like, like last week. Because yeah. it came out Mother's Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was on a Sunday. Was it Mother's Day? It was. I think it came out on Mother's Day. Yeah. Here's an article. Did Gerard Mar- Carmichael just come out in his HBO special home videos? It's a documentary. It's not a special, right? Yeah, no, it's a documentary. So they'll special call it a special. Batman. HBO specials are comedy specials. Just coming out. Yeah. He's just hanging out with his he family. He wants to not do comedy, though. But it's, don't call it a special. Call it a yeah. documentary. Um, yeah, a comedian Gerard Carmichael get, got very personal in his latest HBO special on Sunday, candidly revealing during a discussion on sexuality that he has had relationships with men. During home videos, the first two, the first of two specials in which Carmichael will have informal, intimate conversations with his family. Carmichael returned home to North Carolina where he sat down for a Q&A with his mother after asking his mom to reflect on the air on the affair that Cynthia's husband, Cynthia's, that's his mother, mm-hmm. once had on her, Carmichael asked if she's ever been attracted to women. I've hooked up with dudes before, Carmichael revealed, after Cynthia said she'd never had those feelings for a woman. Her response, well, okay, that's your option. I like men. Okay, so <laughs> that was not like a sizzling moment for the documentary, no. apparently. Like, that was, oh, we're going to get some viewers on this shit. She was like, ah, eh, whatever, shrug. Um, my mother would have been like ah! <laughs> yeah the conversation ended shortly after that exchange and there was no further discussion of how Carmichael labels his sexuality so there you go it was just a, like a little passing moment his mother didn't want to know anything about it after that she's like uh, I'm done. next question we'll yeah so out. I'm done <laughs> for the record I might be gay well there's people and I find out that there's some of my mother's friends think I'm queer because I'm not married. Oh, that's old school thinking that's right old there. school. That's old school. But like they were like they, oh he's, he's almost 40. He's, he's all alone. He's a fucking queer. Yeah. But old they school. think like you like my dad was saying, well, that's like it like you guys said there's like old people thinking and there's like uh like if you have a kid out of wedlock they think that's the shit too mm-hmm. like if you don't want to take care of like all this abortion stuff you know like i didn't have a kid because i wasn't going to be a good dad or i wasn't going to be a good mom or i don't know but i think it's just like because i do theater too i did theater it's and, always uh, the theater's fault it's like i'm gay yeah yeah aren't you He's one of those gay theaters. If I was kids. gay, I would have been further along. <laughs> <laughs> one of those gays. But I like the <laughs> It sounds weird coming from you. Yeah. What, did I say it like that? Yeah, that kind of talk. I like girls. Well, we know. You're white scarlets. Yeah. White scarlets and Instagram nappy afro. 
which happy is a great sight. Happy Afro, yeah. It's an yeah. you know a, 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 a <laughs> if you get to if you get to a a, a booty model before Russ Green. You know, <laughs> oh, always, I don't even know how that's possible. If he doesn't know, <laughs> you like, get there before Russ Green. Yeah, I've gotten a couple that he doesn't know about. Yeah, Russ Green. Uh, it's constant. It's a constant uh, part of his Twitter feed. Oh, he posts. He posts them. Well, I think, or he'll re- he'll retweet. Maybe not constant. That's probably overstating it. But and there's also, a, well, I'm, there, I'm not. Let me. As everyone checks their Instagram, <laughs> Nappy Afro. What ass is there in my feed? Nappy Afro's off the chain, and Russ it's, Green has seen them all. Yeah, Russ. I got to get some of them over Russ, though. It's some that he doesn't know about. But he would like to. So maybe yeah. you should text him. Have yeah, an ongoing text conversation. With Russ about yeah. booty models? Hey, Russ, I don't know. Did you know this one? And then you can trade them like baseball cards or something. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, everyone's checking Instagram now. Let's, let's record I'm a podcast. I'm looking at a picture that my daughter's teacher sent. Uh, uh-oh. Like a school picture? Yeah. That she took herself. <laughs> Well, you're gonna have to edit this dead air out, Andy. And I'm getting work. I may or may and not. I'm getting work um, emails. You're supposed to fill it. I'm getting oh. work emails too. So. Well, you know. Okay, so we got time for one more story. Let's. Okay, let's do, do one this. more. We've got a couple that we can choose from. You tell us. We've got the uh, yet another racist promposal. Uh, how do you do? How do you do it when two weeks ago someone got dragged for it? How do you still do it? Because they um, want to get. They want to top. You want to get your dragon. A woman posed as a sheriff walked into a jail and got her boyfriend released. <laughs> the hero that you need. <laughs> Definitely a white woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the NYPD com- commander texted, not a big deal after being told of Eric Garner's death. Well. Oh, yeah. Well, I, oh, here's yeah. another one. Pittsburgh shooter, school district under fire for active shooting drill where the gunman wore Arabic garb. Don't they all kind of go together, those three law enforcement ones? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all kind of the same picture? They kind, I mean, a kind little bit. What about the story that happened to us last night? <laughs> Which one? We were trying to find out a place to get something to eat. Did you guys get laid on the ground by police or something like that? No. Well, but I we, didn't. No. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, let's make it clear. Yeah, I dapped up I the didn't. cop. Yeah. Uh, I don't. We were trying to find a place we to had sex, go eat after. <laughs> and Andy's mom said it was. she didn't care. That's my that option. Was a, yeah, guys, she didn't care. Shrug. Thing. We, were, we were trying Where's to find. my fu- special? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So we were walking, uh, we were trying to find a place, a bar that's quite, you know, the, 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 the classic thing missing from D.C., a quiet, quiet place bar, to sit down late, sit down, have a, couple of drinks. a diner, something yeah. late. There's a restaurant 24 hours somewhere around there that the staff at the Improv is telling us. Um, we walked up to this corner. There was a cop standing there. Camelot. Yeah, and he that looked like a, like a Filipino cop, kind of like a yeah. short guy. Short guy, cop, Filipino. He had like... He was youthful. Yeah. Yeah. He was Bulletproof a vest. Yeah. You know, that's, that's that area where all the bars kind of start spilling out around yeah. in the morning. Right. So the cops kind of patrol it. So he was there and we were like, what is, actually Paul asked asked him, uh, where is there, it's like a quiet bar that's it's not full of people, you know, like all these places. And and the cop said, uh, well, over there, a public bar, uh, that's pretty quiet. Uh, it's pretty empty usually. And then this other dude to this the cop was to our right. This dude to our left who was Indian kid about in, about the same age probably, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe a year or two younger, but same same age bracket. Smoking a cigarette. 
Yeah, smoking a cigarette and um, talking to the cop as though he's talking to his buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. And so the cop says, yeah, over there at public bar. And we were asking about a cover, too. And he said, yeah, there's no cover. Indian guy, I don't know, apropos of nothing. He's not in the conversation. He just jumps in. Oh, there's a cover. There's a cover. For, at least for men, there is. And and the cop was like, no, there's no, there's no cover. And then the Indian goes, I was just there last week. There's a cover. <laughs> And the cop, the cop goes, the cop goes. Uh, now I know you're lying, because uh, they were they closed down for three weeks for renovation. They just opened a couple of days ago. So how were you there last week? This was his. Uh, you know you don't fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know you fucked up. And then the guy was like, "Well, there's probably there's a cover." And he was like, "No, I know you're lying. That they, they were they weren't open last week." He's you, like, "It's my job to weed out." Bullshit. <laughs> and what right. you just said was bullshit. <laughs> told him that. Yeah. He the cop he was like, yeah. It's my job and he I was like, I'm surprised he hasn't shot this <laughs> yeah. kid yet. And then the walk sign turned on. We just walked away. He just walked, walked away. away. And they were still going. It was yeah. just like, oh my god. Like a bickering like brothers or something. Yeah. The like cop the, was like, dude. <laughs> like you're lying. Uh, you were. I already caught you in a lie. So everything you say after that. Like if they were talking about if Iron Man could beat Loki or some <laughs> shit, they were just like going back and forth. Right. Pardon the interruption. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, when we walked away, I was like, we just watched like a PTI moment. Like, These what guys the are just fuck. Who's gonna talk to a cop like that? Yeah. He's just like smoking. He's like, you don't know what you're. Yeah. A right. man who's been a man who's been bathed in white privilege. Yeah. Well, he was brown. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he grew up in Fairfax. No, Rich I'm kid. You, they have probably. a cover. Yeah. They have a cover. And we walked across the street, and guess what? They didn't have a cover. So the cop a, was right. It's probably a diplomat's kid. I'm gonna go with the cop. I'm gonna go with the cop on this yeah. one. My probably is a diplomat's kid. <laughs> and then we get to the bar, and it's like it's relatively empty. It just opens. It seems like no one knows about it yet. Yeah, and it's just like all this music. Don't the shit make a nigga wanna jump? Don't the shit make it? And it's just like five people in there. Yeah, <laughs> loud as shit. And loud as shit. Loud. White. Yeah, we just want to yeah. get a little. We, we just heard they're serving food still. Yeah. That's all. We just want to get something to eat. Don't this shit make God damn. Yeah, it's all loud as oh look. Act a fool. Yeah. I'm yeah, trying we, to like yell my order at the bartender yeah. while Cardi B blasts out of yeah. a speaker ten feet away from us, pointed at us. This is ridiculous. We're like, why don't you just turn it down? No one's even listening to this shit. No one's li- all these TVs are on with like Sports Center clips from the game, the basketball yeah. game, the fight. We're like, I'd like to hear what they're having. Can you at least No, you no. gotta hear Busta. Yeah, screaming, busting spliff star. Everything yeah. was super loud. We we got a, the table furthest away from the DJ as possible, and it sounded better. But it was, it was a little it better. Was pretty bad. DJ's DJ's just amusing himself at that point. And no yeah. one's. We're like, okay, it's a chicken and egg thing. I know no one's in here because he just reopened. But also, maybe no one's in here because they don't want to be in this fucking room with this <laughs> yeah. DJ and his MacBook. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just playing like today's hot hits. Now that's right. what I call annoying. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Oh here's, uh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what here's I Little Nas X again. Yeah, they, they right. played that. They did play that. They played "Living My Best Life." They tried everything. I didn't know they could come out with a dance version of "Shallow" from uh, fucking what's the movie? The Stars Born. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why would you make the dance one time? Uh, this circles back when Ahmed Ahmed was at the draft house and I oh yeah him. and Martin Lawrence uh, Martin Lawrence Martin Amini hosted Ahmed Ahmed afterwards was like I want to go to a club we were like you're older than us man like we don't, <laughs> don't want to go to a club I think he's about the same age as me 
but he's got he's got more gray in his beard at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't. We. He was like, Yeah, let's go to. I know a guy that has a club in D.C. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Is this when you let's got go. your keys? Somebody got in the car with you. That is that night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Some drunk dude was like, Hey. Yeah. yeah. He just gets in my car. <laughs> people weren't doing Uber at that point. Right. So we go. We're like, I was like, All right. First, we went to Penn Social because Martin knew the guy DJing there. Right. He was like, let's, let's check that out. And it was classic meat market bullshit. It was classic. Uh, loud songs for no reason. And then we left there and Ahmed was like, I know a guy uh, who owns this club. It's a like a higher higher end club, exclusive type shit. Let's go. He'll let us in. I know him. So we go and the guy knew we were coming because Ahmed had texted ahead of time and, and the guy lets us in, no problem. Uh, this is one of those bars where they have bottle service. These mm-hmm. scantily clad women are walking around with bottles that have sparklers sticking yes. out. Yep. And um, as soon as we walk in, first of all, Ahmed disappears with his buddy. They go do their thing. And the first song is a club mix of Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> I was already disgusted. I was like, first of all, these people don't even know the song. Smell they like don't Teen know. Spirit. They don't know them, man. Yeah, they don't get <laughs> it, man. Fucking know that record. The song is an indictment of vapid youth culture. <laughs> so, and they're, it smells like Teen Spirit. It's, I mean. Yeah. But that's they all they make a dance mix of every fucking song, yeah. so the dumb drunk girls can be like, "Oh my god, it's like a techno beat," but it's that song that doesn't have a techno beat, so they can dance to it for like thirty seconds, and then the DJ goes into "Living My Best Life" <laughs> again, <laughs> and we're like, uh, "Our order came and it was wrong." We're yep. like, "Yeah, because we were screaming our order to the bartender at the top of our lungs." But it's Did not on the ticket. Her? Yeah, it was we pretty got, good. Yeah, the food was actually pretty good. We got a, they had like tacos and quesadillas and stuff. It was fine, but no one wanted hack the fool. No one wanted all that loud ass music playing. Yeah, nobody did. Nobody did. And then we left. <laughs> we parted ways. It's too. Yeah, it's, it's tiring when you listen to music that loud for that long. It's well, like, we went to the Mayflower. That was good. Yeah, the previous night. Well, it's just because it's a bar. It's, it's a, a hotel bar. Hotel, yeah. yeah, a very nice hotel. Yeah. Did they had they wouldn't have had food though? With no, I think we. You know what? After Paul gave the guy a fat tip, mm-hmm. the kitchen was already closed, and Paul had asked about food, and then the guy just like gave him a check, and he gave him a nice tip, and then and then the bartender was like, "Did you guys really want some food? Because I can probably make that happen." Because he had tipped him well, mm-hmm. and then we were about to leave anyway. We didn't want any food. Yeah. They would have maybe. Done yeah, fired up the grills. It. Yeah, yeah. I had went there with Cheryl Underwood, and the uh, ambassador to Liberia was there. Wow, they knew her from BET. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you are from yep. BET. Yep, yep. Blick. All these all these blick people from Liberia. Yeah, sitting in that bar it was nice. Me and Tim, a short cop pops Cheryl. up. She's not from BET, dude. <laughs> on, She's dude. from the DC improv. Yeah, She's a headliner over She's there. She's from Centric. Yeah. Look, I, now I know you're lying. You don't watch no, BET. I know you're lying. You got Liberia as BET. She's Blick. <laughs> but, we but you're Blick. Hour fourteen. Made it. We did it. Gonna bring this one home, people. <laughs> then then we should have do. the timer go off now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> No. We care about our Thursday listeners. We just yeah, have we do. We have shit to do We're today. Just underneath the time constraint, you Me guys have gotten much more shit before. Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all, come on back. And we want to thank Chris Lambert for sitting in with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Hope you guys enjoyed. He's in, whenever he's in town, he's on. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not Rick Younger. One of the little <laughs> well, <laughs> one of the you know. It's uh, By the way, I'll be talking to Rick about uh, the brother from um, the brother from um, To Kill a Mockingbird wrote that piece. 
Oh, you what piece? It? No, I didn't know. You read it? Yeah, he wrote a piece about how the racism he deals with while while shooting, while being in Tequila Bakkenburn every night. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> He's playing funny. the guy that got wrong. As far as the piece goes, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about when they talked about Tequila Bakkenburn. All they mm. ever talked about was Aaron Sorkin. And the guy who plays the... Of course they do. They never yeah. talked about the black dude. I never even know his name. That's the homie that... <laughs> he was in uh, Dwight, American right? Gods. He was a dude that Orlando Jones talks to when he when they, they did that. Orlando Jones Jeff Daniels played. is the lead, right? Yeah, Jeff Daniels is the lead, yeah. So I uh, I posted about it and Rick was like, yeah, he wanted to talk about it because he's you know being on Broadway. So uh, they say the neon lights look out for that <laughs> on Broadway. Look out for that. you not. There you go. <laughs> uh, what y'all got? Well, we got to prime the listeners. Next week, I'm going out of town on Sunday, so we're going to try to record on Saturday if we can. We'll probably get something recorded, but then there might be an additional uh, woke files with Liz Mealy. She's going to be in town. Yeah. Next week, I'm but trying to do a woke file with her. Well, I want to do. I still want. I want to say shout out to Rick Younger because I had I booked Rick because Randolph told me to book Rick. Yep. Six years ago for your podcast. Six or maybe six years ago. Yeah. Now that Rick's blowing up, (laughs) everybody's like, "Oh, I gotta get Rick Younger." But who had him first? Yeah, that's true. I met him in '94. Well, I know. Obviously, you guys knew him before. (laughs) How would you tell me to book him? You know what I mean? Right. So that's obviously. But like, but I I see how you see how the media you see how people are now. Well, I was I was kind of acting like one of those my story top tier story. It does, but no, I was joking. That's what people. Yeah, I know. Shout out to the billionaire Robert Smith. But Rick was From on my 300th episode. Media Archive of oh, really? American Philanthropist mm-hmm. and the CEO Chairman of Vista Equity Partners. Black man. Okay. Shout Blick. out to Robert Smith. He is paying off the uh, class, the Morehouse class of 2019 uh-huh. at this morning at their commencement address in the morning. He is paying off their student loan debt. Oh, shit. Wow. All of them? Uh, yeah, all of them. Oh, a gift man. of $40 million for, for days, today's approximately 430 graduates. Jesus. Oh, there's probably someone who dropped out like a semester early. It's like Earlier pissed. this year, he, did, he donated <laughs> $1.5 million to Morehouse. <laughs> Quitting this shit. Man, fuck this, man. I ran out of fuck money. Fuck this shit. So why does he got to do a black school? Because he's black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Oh, why doesn't he go to Because he's black. Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, maybe I'll start a trend. That, that's a good trend. If billionaires can, that's nothing to them. Yeah, a billionaire could do that easy. I would do that. You know, I take a billionaire. Pay, pay mine first, though. But. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> got my own problems, kids. <laughs> you think I'm gonna pay off your Black student loans? <laughs> you think so shout gonna, out to him. You gonna get your debt paid off? Bet you not. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> the kids. You're a Nazi. All right, y'all. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, Andy didn't finish plugging stuff. Oh, you had to plug stuff. Well, that was my fault. As far as shows go, um, oh here I, it is, right here. I am at the, I'm at Crumbs and Whiskers on Saturday, May 25th. It's a cat cafe in D.C. It's a charity show to raise money for rescuing cats, etc. It's eight o'clock. You have to go to their website and reserve a ticket online. You can't just come walking in. So do that, and um, you know maybe I'll fall in love with a cat and I'll adopt one. And oh shit! I'll have so many likes on Instagram. Don't take your wife with you. She might go. I told her you got to buy a ticket. Like you can't just bring a plus one because it's limited seating. So I was like, you got to pay. It's like uh, they they 
they they have a donation charge. She's like, oh yeah, no problem. So she might go to the show. Mm-hmm. Y'all about to bring a cat home? Where do you got three? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> what's one more? Guess what? You know, you're about to bring a cat home. Yeah, I gotta start using them for likes. I never post cat pictures lately. All right. Well, y'all come on back Monday. We'll be here for you. Well, right some then. of you will. Yeah. Some of you can't be here Monday. But those of you that can be, be here. Yeah. If you are a freeloader and you want to get a preview of Dominic's podcast, uh, the first episode is behind our paywall on Patreon for the $3 tier. He will release them all publicly at some point. But if you want to get in early, then uh, go on and check it out. You got to pay, but check it out. All right. That's about it. Thanks so much for coming in, y'all. We appreciate y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Chris Lambert. Hey, with three guys on. We are out.